1: Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first.
0: ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times.
1: The Talk Sport fan network is proudly supported by Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Delivery brings a top tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, you in? Hello and welcome to tonight's extra time. Hold on a minute. Does help if I put some light on the subject. <laughs> so, yeah, welcome to tonight's extra time. And you're probably thinking, right, well, there's Dave. Where is Amy? And the answer to that is she's not here tonight because she's got a very early start in the morning. Um, because she works for a big, big pub chain and she's got a very early start and she's got to get off to Oxford, so it's a bit too late for her tonight, but she will be returning for extra time on Sunday. So you've got me, but we've already got four amazing uh, Wolves fans and a part Everton fan who's probably chuckling to himself over in Blackpool of all places in the in the back. And obviously, it's been the penultimate match of the season. First of all, before we get going, I just want to say a big thank you to um, the guys that power this particular show and podcast. That's Spider VPN. And they provide you with high speed, low cost, secure VPN services for all your devices. And you can find the link to their Website below. So, of course, Wolves have played again today. Um, Personally, I thought they did a lot better. Uh, John Ruddy made maybe his farewell appearance for Wolves. And then we also obviously had uh, Nuno going back to a back three again, and we had up front Fabio Silva. Morgan Gibbs White and Adama Traore. You're going to be so interesting to dissect this with my guests that I've got on tonight. And of course, if you're watching in the chat, uh, please feel free to share this on your WhatsApp groups, on your Facebook pages. Uh, let Wolves fans know that we're going live. But we're going to be bringing on our first guest tonight. And I promised him he could go first tonight because he's he, he, he lives in a motorhome and. When it gets past half past ten at night, it's a little bit late for him, apparently. So I says, right, make sure you're early, early and we'll get you on. And he has been. And it's Andy. How are you doing, <laughs> <sighs> I see tired, sleepy. It's not the wolves that have sent you to sleep, is it?
2: Oh, uh, not tonight. Not
1: tonight. <laughs> and uh, you're in your motor home at the moment. As you can see, just behind Andy, you can see the, the Dazzling Dave Wolves Fan Channel ducks. Can you get a yeah. closer look at that or not? Yes. We've got the, look, it's got an official, he has got the official duck sticker on the wall <laughs> and everything. Absolutely amazing. Um, and where are you in the world at the moment, mate? Uh, still the same as last
2: time. Claybrook Magna.
1: Oh, right. Okay. Absolutely. So, have no idea where that is, but still.
2: <laughs> Neither do I. And where's your other half,
1: mate? Uh,
2: give us a shout, Janet. Hiya. Can
1: you hear her? Oh, she's in the thing. She knows you're like, she's giving you permission to uh, to go live. If you're wondering, before we get on to the game, Andy won- runs a YouTube channel called Many Fun Adventures, hashtag van life. And he literally travels around the world, well, around the UK in his motorhome, and you follow the adventures of yourself, uh, your other half, and you've got a dog as well, haven't you? Yeah, Charlie, yeah. Yeah, he's down here asleep. Is he? Well, he's probably been watching the wolves as well. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? And, uh, of course, as well, and then you have your, your guest's come on, you think. So, check out his channel. It's quite good. Andy, you watched the game today. Um, obviously, Wolves uh, losing 1-0 at Goodison Park. Uh, what did you make of the game, fella?
2: I'll I tell you what. When they kicked off, I mean, you know what I was like before the game. I was really dreading this one. <laughs> and when it kicked off, um, they actually played really well. And that first half that's the best I've seen them play in the first half for quite some time. You obviously yeah. didn't score a goal, of course, but, uh, <laughs> of course, but they played really well. And I think, I don't know, I just get the funny feeling, you know, that it's just having fans in the ground. I know it ain't our fans, but just, I think it's psychological, you know, I think having just the, some fans there might've perked them up a bit, gotten going a bit, you know, especially trying to beat the home fans, you know? So, uh, but, yeah, they played really
1: well. the Wolves up. Wolves players up.
2: Yeah, well, I, well, I think both sides probably. But I, I think the Wolves players probably enjoyed playing in front of their fans as well. Just to hear some crowd for once instead of being like a training game all the time, you know.
1: Yeah, so, absolutely. Uh, well, it, it did make a difference. And I've got to say, Andy, it was nice to... Uh, it, well, it, it was nice last week to see the uh, FA Cup final... Uh, with fans at Wembley, you've been seeing, obviously, the last couple of nights, fans in the ground, Everton fans there as well. You know, you made the noise. I watched the start of the Albion game as well. And um, it made me chuckle because, obviously, they play the liquidator still down at the All And they do the, you know, <laughs> or hashtag do doop, Wondrous. And we used to have that, didn't they? But they stopped uh, playing it down at the Molyneux because they didn't like the swearing <laughs> and everything. And, um, and then they go all behind the team. And then West Ham, is it 1-1 still over on the Albion game? Is it? I think someone will probably say, oh, no, look, it's ended up 3-1 to West Ham. So they've they've done some oh. more boing going in um <laughs> they did take the lead, but it looks like they've uh, they've lost Sean. I've explained where Amy is. Unfortunately, she's got to get up early for work tonight. I know you you all big fans of Amy as well. So, mate, I've yeah, got, get got on long hair you.
2: like Amy.
1: Yeah, there's a fair few grey hairs in that as well, mate. To be honest, do you know oh, what I'm well, saying? You know, that's the stress that I get from the missus Yeah. (laughs) You'll get chucked out of that van tonight. You'll be in the cold. Or you could end up, actually, Gaffer from uh, Gaffer's Bar in Tenerife, who we're going to have on. And we've got Steve backstage. We've got Spencer in Blackpool. If you get chucked out of a van over there, at least he's got the nice weather. Uh, So I'm looking forward (laughs) to having Neil on. And we've got Steve from the Wolfpack Owlers and Spencer, who's part Wolves, part Everton fan. So, mate, I mean, what were you what do you take out of the game tonight in terms of your highlights?
2: Well, Troi I thought
1: Troyore stood out for me. And
2: I did like to see Silver play all right as well. i I'll tell you what, I've noticed. Martinho, I don't know, I think I think he's got to the point now where he's he's really passed his best, I think. And he, he's given the ball away so many times during games, if you notice. And when he play, does that corner, he always does the short corner. Although, I haven't said that tonight, I think he did a couple or he didn't. But but I don't know. But overall, Traore stood out for me. Uh, when he brought... Um, oh, what's his name again? Uh, Jose on. I just... I didn't understand why he brought him on for Gibbs White. Really, just a waste of time. Well, you
1: got Gibbs, you got Gibbs White. Who, to be fair, I thought he had a really good first half. I thought he had a good yeah. shot tipped around the post by Pickford. He uh, he has shown a lot of movement. I like I like to see Gibbs White playing in that sort of um, behind the striker role where he's got movement to run and create issues. He stood at the edge of the box, didn't he? He does have a lot of movement. And then Jose. He doesn't have as much movement. He does link the ball up, and he is strong, um, but he doesn't seem to offer a lot else. I feel sorry for Jose in some ways because, yeah, he was doing well in Spain. Personally, I'm arm, arm of the the like, thank you so much for coming in and helping us when we needed a little bit of help with, um, you know, he came in, he, he added a presence, held the ball up, but he hasn't scored the number of goals or even looked dangerous like he's going to score the goals. And for me, I'd be very, very surprised if Wolves sign in for next season. To me, he yeah. needs he's done a job, but I don't see he's the answer going forward. Fabio Silva nice. getting the, uh, the nod to start. He's, what you see in Fabio Silva is a young lad who's 18, who's full of energy, he's got a lot of skill, does hold the ball up. OK, he didn't score today, but he does make the runs. However, I just think that he was thrown into the uh, into the lions then pretty soon, and I think Fabio, when he beefs up a bit, because he's still a boy really, mm. yeah. um, he yeah. a bit, you know he gets to be a bit more upper body strength. He's going to be some player, I think. Yeah, I think so.
2: Yeah, yeah. I must admit, I I, I was hopeful for him at the beginning of the season when we had him, you know, and I thought. Uh, he started off a bit you know and I thought oh no please don't waste 35 million but now you can you can just see it's starting to come together a bit more now can't you with him yeah so i, I think that might have been might have been a good signing after all so we will have to see like you say early well, stages
1: the thing is so it is thought that 35 million i've got a theory on it you know obviously with the brexit coming in and the the, the point system that's been coming in now with the uh, the transfers that uh, when you have to bring players in from abroad, and obviously Wolves have invested for the future. They've, put, they've loaned in Vitina We've loaned in eight Norrie. Um, both young lads um, who've had different levels of respect. And then you've got, obviously, Fabio. They got them in before the changes to Brexit, uh, because obviously buying younger players from abroad now, unless they're playing regular in a like a Champions League or a European League, or they're playing for the national sides, the points don't add up. So they've got them in. And I think, it's as has been rumoured, that Wolves will be slightly tweaking their transfer policy in the summer in terms of looking a little bit more at the homegrown market as well. And also, I think, established players that can come into the team, I think, for the summer transfer window. And I'm sure I'll talk um, talk to this with about the gaffer and also Steve, and I'm sure Spencer, who's currently backstage eating his tea, <laughs> I can see him in the green room. I don't know what he's got, but we'll have to we'll have to tell us later. But I do think, um, personally, that we need. I don't know what you think. We need players that are going to come in and make a difference to the side straight away, not ones for the future. I think next, the summer transfer window is probably going to be one of the most important windows for Wolves history. What do yeah. you think? Yeah,
2: I think so, yeah. Definitely got to sort out the defence really badly. That needs sorting. Uh, especially when, you know, we can't handle these crosses, can we, at all?
1: It's, uh... um, well, I think that the 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 truth is in the thing... I couldn't believe how many corners. I mean, if we'd have had a bet on the number of corners like being ten plus, we had ten corners in the first thirty-one minutes. The one positive I will say about it is that they weren't all short bloody corners. Like last <laughs> yeah. time, it's like, hey, let's just pass it, pass it back, and then it goes nowhere. And then eventually one comes in to the and it was that in the last match against Tottenham, it was Short corner after short corner after short corner after short corner after short corner, and I don't mind the short corner routine, or I'm having a. Re- but you need to mix it up mm. with yeah. direct corners, and mix- and they did that a bit today. We still didn't yeah. work, still didn't score yeah. off it. Uh, although saying that we had, I don't know whether it came off a call, and that Morgan gives white shot, but it came out to him. It was a well good save from Pickford, but it was a nice height. Um. But you're quite right. Uh, we've got to deal with for next season our set plays both at uh, both ends of the pitch, offensively and defensively. Mm. In wolves in Wolf's defense, we have lost at the likes of Jimenez, who is obviously deadly in both boxes defending. I mean, he got took out by David Luiz, did he not? And yeah. defending the corner, and we have had some positive news on. Raul tonight. I don't know if you've heard the news. No, not yet. No. So the Wolves have announced that um, he has now been allowed to go into full contact training. The um, year's been passed. It's also been said that Raul as will now have to wear competitively uh, for the rest of his career a head piece to protect no. him. Um, And Wolves, I think, I can't... I'd be very surprised to see him play against Manchester United because they want to build up that confidence throughout from July onwards. But they are confident of getting him back properly full-time in the summer. But you know, as well as anyone mentally, that's going to be a big obstacle for him to overcome in terms of heading the ball. And I'm I'm guessing he can now head the ball. Um, And it's a positive prognosis that he should be able to get back all being well to his, f- and if we can get the Raúl back that we've had in the last two or three seasons, that bodes well for Wolves going forward for next summer it's and good. for next season.
2: Maybe you should wear that wrestling uh, mask, Clark.
1: Oh, you mean these little, uh, yeah, the um, <laughs> the Raúl Jiménez mask that he wore at the uh, for the f- I've got one of them, you know. Um, oh, no, I'll it. take it off now for you. Oh, no, I'm joking. Um, but I've got one of them, yeah. And there was about a 100, I managed to get hold of one, so I've got one of them on my desk upstairs, mate. We've got literally got um five minutes more with you before we move on to talking to the gaffer, um, who's been was next in line from Tenerife. Who I've been trying to get on to this damn show forever, and he's always like, I'm busy at the bar, I'm busy at the bar, but we've got him tonight. Mate, I saw your man of the match and your um, your positives and negatives and also your performance rating for tonight's game. Well, man of the match,
2: it's got to be Troy Um I'd I, I say, I did like how Silver was again, but uh, Troy he was really running rings around him at one point. I mean, he kept getting fouled again, as usual. Um, so, I'd say he's my man of the match. Um, as for, like... Uh, Positives. I don't know. I, it's it's an hard one because it is the end of the season. I, I get the feeling that it ain't like the middle of the season when they've really got to go for it. It's a it's a bit of a funny one, isn't it? This time of the you know this time of the season. Um, but uh, I, I'm positive. I, I'm feeling positive for the next season. Definitely, I think with again uh, Jimenez back, Neto, Podence, I tell you what, we're gonna have a right strike force. Uh, as long as nobody gets injured. (laughs) Uh, It's just getting the rest of the team sorted as far as I'm concerned. Uh, Ratings this today, I'd say I would definitely give it at least a seven for the first half, six for the second half, but possibly seven altogether, I'd say,
3: really. They play pretty well. uh,
1: An overall seven. And, um, you know, just looking ahead, um, obviously we've got one more game to go, but also looking ahead to the summer where do you want wolves to strengthen?
2: Yeah, definitely the defense for me, and well, and obviously I'd say middle of the pitch as well. Yeah, I I'd, I'd say I don't. I'm not anti-Martinez. I think he's a lovely bloke, lovely player. I just think it's time to start thinking about some replacements there. You know, um,
1: you I think, think Martinez had defense. it here?
2: I, I I don't like to say it because I really like him, but. I'm just looking at things how it is. The amount of times he gives the ball away a lot nowadays, he seems to do that quite a lot. And I don't know. Like I say, I've got nothing against him. I just think we could possibly now start to look for someone to maybe replace him.
1: That's it will opinion. be interesting to see what um, the gaffer Stephen Spencer has to say about that. Moutinho, you know, I, I'm like with you. I love the guy. Mm. Joey Moutinho, absolute world class player, especially in his prime. I think he's like something like the second most capped player in for Portugal or something like that. You know, played all over the world, won something everywhere he goes. He is an absolute winner. He desperately wants to win something um with Wolves, I think. I was obviously disappointed, like many Wolves fans. Um I've no- I've only been annoyed with Nuno a couple of times really. And maybe the one was in the FA Cup semi-final against Watford when he took off our creative players and he parked the buzz and we paid for it in the end with that late goal. We got within 60 seconds of my dad's lifelong dream of standing next to me at an FA Cup final and singing a boy with me. And I was more upset for my dad because he's like, in his 80s, will we get another chance? And then, of course, the the, the game against uh, Southampton in the Cup I felt like we surrendered that uh, opportunity. They went all the way to the semis. Okay, they lost to Leicester. But, like, I felt Wolves could have, uh, could you know, it was another opportunity. Hopefully it will come next year. Nuno's talked about needing a, a bigger squad uh, for mm. next season. So, um, your focus is on the defence and... Yeah. Um, a replacement for Moutinho. I think Moutinho, it'll be interesting to see what the other side. but I think Moutinho's still got a role to play, but whether or not he plays as much as he is next season yeah. will be very interesting.
2: Yeah, and like a backup player.
1: I don't know whether he'll be a backup player. I think he'll have a lot of influence in the training. He likes to train hard, and I think he'll still want to play, but... I think they might have to use him a little bit more sparingly, but I think we need that mm. quality. Fatina showed potential. I thought Gibbs White the last couple of games has showed a bit of his potential as well. So it will be yeah, interesting yeah. to see what they uh, the, what they say, mate. A final word from you before we finish? Subscribe. <laughs> oh yes, well absolutely. If you're brand new, please <laughs> subscribe to the channel and of course smash a like to the video, mate. Absolutely a pleasure. Uh Thanks for staying up and talking uh, about the game. And obviously, hopefully, we'll meet up soon when you get your camper van—not camper van, motor home over <laughs> to Canada. <laughs> we'll have a meet up for a brew. That would be definitely. amazing. All obviously the best to you. Go and check out uh, Andy's channel, Many Fun Adventures. If you if you like a quirky channel with a lot of crazy <laughs> antics, that's definitely one to check out. I can tell you that oh, for you a fact. <laughs> Oh, mate, you know, I know what yours are like when you go on your walks or you go on your wonders (laughs) or your mystery, guess where we are and turn up with the missus at Molyneux and she don't even know you're going there. It's quite funny. I
2: like that All right,
1: mate, lovely. I'll see you soon, buddy. (laughs) See you
2: later. Cheers.
1: Absolutely. (laughs) And that's Andy. Uh, Great to have him on. And now, a first-time guest. Finally, we have... The gaffer. Now I've met Gaffer. I've met him over at on the steps of Newcastle.
4: Newcastle. Um,
1: remember that game. I've met you in Pop World in Wolverhampton when you actually had your flag with you.
4: The Ten Wolves flag, that was the one.
1: Exactly right, mate. I remember you got you I couldn't believe that you'd still got your flag. Wherever you go, that flag goes with you.
4: We take it, it went to Portugal, it went to uh, Espanol. It went, it went everywhere, and now it's up on the wall in Gaffer's. It'll come down next time we go abroad somewhere. So.
1: Well, and I'll bet you've missed your trips actually, because you do like to get over to Molyneux and you do like yeah, to go yeah.
4: over to the walls. It's been well since the Espanol game last time I went on a plane. That was February last year. So I haven't been to England or or anywhere. <laughs> Just been sort of stuck in Tenerife. Not a bad place to be. Uh, be stuck in. I suppose. No,
1: it isn't, mate. And th- why don't you just um, let us know a bit of the background to you? Because obviously, some people will know you, some people won't. Um, but you are Tenerife Wolves, and you do run a bar. Get, let's give a get get a bit of backstory to you, mate, and how how you support Wolves, and how you're ending up in Tenerife.
4: Well, I mean, I've been a Wolves fan since I was a kid. Really, um, it's well. I went to in two thousand and seven. Went to do a bit of DJ work. <laughs> um, that didn't really work out. Got a bit bored of it. Then started working in hotels, and then I got the chance to take on a bar called Gaffer's. It was already called Gaffer's bar. Um, so I thought, yeah, what the hell? Let's have a let's have a go. No, it was never ever going to be a Wolves bar. It was was going to be. Just a bar in another bar in, in Centre Asia try and make some money. And then I um, I started adding a few little extra touches to the bar flags, gold, uh, flag,
1: gold, gold stars,
4: and shirts. I had, the, um, I had the floor tiled in the big wall's head on the floor. And um, well, the story about that one, I'll leave that for another day, but we'll, we, we lost five once to the. Oh, we don't know. I started reminded about bad. that one. The day after I had that floor done. That was the day after I had the Florida and then we never won another game. of Premiership relegated, McCarthy sacks. I'm thinking, oh, what we've done here. <laughs> um, but I, I, you I, I kept it. I kept it, and then it's. But over the years, I think when we was in the championship, I managed to get um, Wolves TV. were doing the uh, the broadcast for the games at five euro, uh, five pounds. Yeah, uh, and the overseas viewers could watch them. So I was getting it on I my laptop. Streaming it to the TVs and then putting it on Facebook, and more and more Wolves fans were coming in because they could watch the game. And and then obviously we we won the league on the Premiership, and we get all the Premiership games anyway um, in January. Um, and since then it's just been it's been brilliant. And so the atmosphere and some of the games are just wow. He's it, actually like being in in the stands. You get Wolves fans the, and then the, fans from other clubs. Yeah. And then. Yeah, lots. we we do get other fans as well, yeah. When when wolves are playing, we have the away fans in as well. The banters we have West Brom fans in as well, believe it or not. Yeah. It's uh, we we have some right good banter with them. mean it's it's always banter. So there's never any never any trouble. People on holiday, they're there to enjoy themselves, you know, and it's football is just a bonus for for them, when they get to watch a match in, in the Wolves Bar against their
1: team, like you know, what I mean, do you, do you want to tell everyone yeah. whereabouts in Tenerife you are, for if anyone is going? Obviously, Tenerife is amber at the moment. Um, on the we're,
4: the, hoping, we're hoping that next week we'll be put on the green list. With fingers crossed, the, yeah, we're hoping for next week. there's talk with ninety nine percent sure? We've been told over here that is that Tenerife or
1: Spain as a whole.
4: Now the Canary Islands, they're going to be kept separate from Spain. I don't know about mainland Spain, but they're doing a separate deal. The Canary Islands, we're we're a thousand miles from Spain. <laughs> you know, it's, yeah, their rules are, are, we have to abide by their rules, and it's it's we we it's like us doing what Portugal do in England. <laughs> yeah, England have to do what Portugal. You, you're that far away from them. It's well, what's the, uh, it's, the
1: what's the case cases like over there, mate? At the moment.
4: Minimal, minimal. You might get in Tenerife maybe forty cases a day. <laughs> I can't remember the last time somebody, uh, somebody died from coronavirus over here. But it's it's very rare that you. I mean, I probably know. I had it myself last year for <laughs> yeah. hospital for two weeks. Yeah, you were in a hospital. Yeah, I was hospital for two weeks last year with coronavirus. Yeah. On oxygen. Yeah, I was on oxygen for two weeks. Uh, you think I were on
1: a ventilator.
4: I, was on, I wasn't on a ventilator. No, I had a drip for about five days. Uh, but like I say, I recovered, and I never, I never once thought that it was going to be like the end. You know what I mean, I just, I always thought I was going to recover from it. I, I weren't that ill, but I was, I was ill. I was having chest pains. And,
1: Did you have when, breathing difficulties?
4: No, I was just having pains. I had a bit of a cough I and mean, every time I coughed I was getting chest pain. So I was diagnosed with pneumonia, went to the hospital, they kept me in, did the COVID test, said, Oh, you you're positive for for COVID nineteen. I thought, well, all right. So I changed my treatment. Five days. I mean, I was there for two weeks, but after about five days I felt great. <laughs> and um it was it was a different experience. We we was not allowed um Visitors couldn't couldn't leave the room. <laughs> Every time a nurse or a doctor came in, they're head to toe in protective gear, so you couldn't see their faces or whoever they were. It was it was an experience. But like I said, it's I don't my personal view, I don't think it's as bad as everybody says it is, but it's that's just because I didn't get it as bad as
1: everybody else, maybe. But, it affects um, everyone very differently, doesn't it? And yeah. whereabouts, before we get on to the game, whereabouts is Gaffer's Bar in Tenerife, for anyone that's going yeah, over no,
4: there? Player de las Americas, which is the main Everyone
3: knows Player really. de las Americas. Everybody
4: knows, yeah. It's right next to Los, Los Cristianos, Player las Americas. They're virtually ver- uh, merging into one massive resort now, so... And you well, make
1: a big welcome for any Wolves fans that turn oh, through always. the They're
4: always getting the first drink on me as well when they come in. So anybody comes oh, well. up and says, I'll tell you what, if they come in and mention Dazzling Dave, I'll give them two drinks. I'll give them a free uh, sh- alcoholic shot as well.
1: <laughs> well, there you go. If,
4: if so, you remember Dazzling uh, Dave, that is.
1: <laughs> I, I, love, uh, I love Tenerife as well. Um, I'd like to get over there either oh, October, sort of March time. Oh, a good really, time mate. Time. But
4: it's I, a, bit cool, a bit cooler then as well, yeah.
1: So. Well, I'm not one for the because I'm like you know I'm good looking and everything and I, I know like uh, that, but I have got very pale. <laughs> yeah, I've
4: got
1: people when I went when I used to go sunbathing, people used to lie next to me to get their sides done because I just deflect <laughs> the sun on the sun <laughs> because I'm not pale. But no, seriously, mate. When I get next time I get over to Tenerife, um, because oh. I got. Where oh, is it?
4: Whatever it is, Los Cristianos is next to um, Las
1: America, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got there's a place where I've used to go on Aldi called Grand Melia Pelasaurus. Have you heard of it?
4: Yeah, I know where that is, yeah,
1: yeah. And um, I'll, so next time I'm down in Grand Melia uh, down in the, the Americas, um, I yeah. will definitely be coming over, mate, for definite brilliant,
4: brilliant mate. You'll be made very welcome, mate.
1: Definitely, no, I know I will. i going to be looked after so. So, mate, um, what do you think about the game uh,
4: tonight? And talk Match about the back, season generally. Yeah. I thought we first off, I was quite shocked, to be fair. I thought, well, where, where's this performance coming from? Whether it was like uh, what the previous guy said, with the fans in the stadium that gave them a bit of a lift. But there was knocking the ball about, brilliant. I mean, we we're lacking that finishing touch, aren't we? From somebody like Raúl, um, we haven't really got that killer the killer punch up front. But I mean the, the the general play in the first half I was I was really impressed. I thought Bourne gibbs White had his best game for Wolves um all all season. Ever since he's uh he's been at Wolves, I think he played at Wolves. I'm a bit disappointed when they took him off to be fair. I thought I thought they should have given him a, a longer run. Silver's improving every game. I know he misses chances, but the legend Steve Bull missed chances, didn't he? So <laughs> you've got to <laughs> You've got, to, you've got to forgive him for that. But I think this season, he's um, the experience he's gained from this season will just be... In two or three years, he will be a top player. You can just tell. You can just tell yeah. he's going to be a top player. Um, like you, I, I heard you say earlier about William Jose doesn't do anything for me whatsoever. Um, I don't know what... If we're not keeping him, why give him more game time? I don't understand that. Um, but... I mean, that I like that Theo Corbineau uh, when I've been watching it's him. He's got two Obesco. great goals for
1: the under-23s the other day. Yeah, he's yeah. He really impressed me. He only
4: had 10 minutes uh, against Tottenham, but I thought he might have got on today again, but he's one for the future as well. I mean, I think today's performance is all about in this end of season. He's giving a few of the young lads a chance. um, And I think they played well today. The second half was a bit... We, we keep making... a, a we seem to get punished for our mistakes all the time, and when uh, the other teams make mistakes, we don't punish them. That's, I think, that sort of sums up Wolves' season. Every time we've made a mistake, we miss, they,
1: we're missing a Raul Jimenez in the box.
4: Well, him massive, massive. If I was saying to a guy in the bar earlier, if we got all season Neto, Treore, and Jimenez up front, we, we'd be in the top six, we would, because. They're, they're, those three are just that on their day they're they're all playable. Traore he's, he's too quick for everybody. He can't, they can't keep up with him. He's like, say, do you see the picture on social media
1: you know, well, though? Yeah, the to, other day uh, where he was crossing the ball, there was absolutely no one in the final I uh, no, uh, I mean, I know the forwards have to defend and help the defense out of the midfield,
4: and the, that's the probably get with Traore if he gets on the break. There's nobody quick enough
1: to go with him. Would you, next, would you? Would you? Do you want us to keep Triori? Because obviously he's not signed think, a new contract. Um, I think he's the best
4: player we've got at the club by a mile. Um, I don't think we should. Have, we should let him go. I think he's brilliant. Uh, I enjoy watching him. Sure well, I
1: think he wants to uh, get a, a few more dollar in his back pocket, doesn't he? You can't blame, him, can you? Really, <laughs>
4: that's the, that's the way football is at the moment. Um, but yeah, I mean, I. Um, when he plays, when he gets the ball, you just know something's going to happen. Even if he falls on his backside and lies there for a minute, like sometimes he does, it to me it doesn't matter because obviously you can't do what he does for ninety minutes in a match. It's impossible. But when he does do it, when he starts running at defenders, and and the last two
1: games he started going through the middle again, and I like him going through the middle because I think. He's, you've, he's got the option of... I mean, you see, he, can, he literally has can put the afterburners on. He can just. He did that early in the first half where he literally went past four players down the middle yeah. and then you're struggling to get the... I mean, if he'd have got a netto up there, I think he would have created... We
4: call um, we call him the roadrunner. every time he gets the ball in the bar. We go beep beep, he's going past him. It's brilliant. He, really like. is, he,
1: is, he is a bit like Roadrunner, and he? he's like yeah. he's that fast, and it's, you can just see that that sort of swirl where it's, he's it's been ago,
4: If they made a cartoon version of him, that he'd be the roadrunner.
1: He'd yeah. be brilliant.
4: But yeah, I think he's a brilliant player, and he'd have had a lot more assists and goals this year if him and Ned would have played. Um,
1: well, we were we were
4: six in the table when Jimenez got injured. I know. I mean, um, I, was, I was so gutted When when you well, you actually heard the crack of the the heads, did you, in that game? And and you just feel I didn't even know it was Jimenez at the time, and I just thought, oh, who's that that's gone down? And and then think they're going to go off and come back on, and but when they never play again for. Well, When was that November time?
1: Was he? I know. Well, Terence Burch says he's agreeing with everything that Gaffer is saying, must keep Adama. Be interesting to see, uh, what Spencer and and, and then Steve has to say about that. I mean, to be honest, with regards to Adama Triore, um, obviously up until recently, it had no goals and no assists, although you can really say it was a bit unlucky because the goal. The leads game point. when he hit the bar at the back of the keeper. I mean he did create yeah. that. But in the they last didn't even get this for that, did <laughs> In the last month, you've seen again the Adama Traore that yeah. we, we we saw a lot of last season. Now I do think some of his assists and options have been affected by the fact that there's been no role in the yeah. team, We're no center person and, and Rowell's a very difficult person to to replace because he is like our equivalent of Harry Kane. Yeah. Without him in the team, there's that we don't quite have that focal point. I've been impressed with Pedro Neto this year. I think he's had a breakthrough season, and I'd be very surprised if he doesn't win player of the season and young player of the season. Yeah. Uh, what do you think about Pedro Neto's impact on the season?
4: brilliant i think i watched him um, when he was playing towards the end of last season obviously i went back for a couple of games and when you do see a game live you do see it a lot more different than you see on the tv and and his work rate and his energy is just unbelievable again it's a shame that that raul was out the side when he was performing and it's, i think it's just one of them seasons isn't it we just get move on to move on to next season and uh, but the point the guy before made, Andy's name, yeah, he, about Martini, yeah. I sort of agree with him there. Everybody loves him, but I think this is going to be, this should be his last season. He, he does give the ball away a bit and it gives a few needless fouls away because he ain't got... you think
1: 100%. it'll be his last season as a, as a certain starter? Or yeah. I still see that Martini has got um, a role to think, play within the squad.
4: Yeah, 100%. I think he should go into the coaching side of it and and maybe... Maybe have another season playing, but he won't be. He won't be a first choice, in my opinion. I wouldn't start him. I'd look for somebody, um, so, somebody else who can play. I mean, they're looking at—is it Paulinho? Is it from Braga?
1: They've uh, talked but... about they've talked about Paulinho for a little while because we were linked with yeah. him uh, previously. Gaffer, we've got ninety seconds left, so <laughs> I've got some uh, things for you to think. I want your man of the match, your performance rating, and. What positions do we absolutely have to uh, sort out uh, during the summer? The key, the key bit of business that you want to incoming and outcoming for the summer transfer for well, next I'll, season.
4: I'll go with with Troyore for man of the match. I just thought he was uh, he, he played really well today. Just unlucky with not having so much support um, performance. I'll, I'll give him a seven. because I think they played well first off. It did go a little bit sour towards the end of the second half. But a little point about Nevers as well, he looks like he needs a holiday to me. Yeah. <laughs> he, look, he looked like he was uh, he was shattered at the end of the game. I don't know why, but he, it's been a long season for them all, hasn't it?
2: Yeah.
4: Uh, if, uh, but we definitely need another centre-half. I think we need uh, um, an attacking midfielder, somebody like Mason Mount, Jack Grealish, Madison, from, somebody like that. Who can Gibbs White? He's getting there, I think, and he, he looks a good in that position. If he plays in that position, would you
1: like, keep would there. you keep what Gibbs White? Yes, I've seen him him. in the last two or three games. Yeah, I mean, I don't think he'll be
4: a, a regular starter, but he's got to he's got to improve and get himself into the side. And obviously, I think we need another striker as backup to um, to Raúl because we can't have another season if. If he does get injured, we can't rely on Silver or, or for the rest of the next season. Silver will come on leaps and bounds, playing alongside Raul, I think, and and even if Raul plays up on his own, Silver coming on for twenty minutes, half an hour in a game, I think it'll be. But I think three, three main: a centre half, an attacking midfielder, and another striker. And I think we'll be, uh, we'll be a force to be reckoned with. Um, yeah, because we've got plenty of cover on the fullbacks. Patricia in goal, he's, I mean, I don't know if Ruddy's going to, he's finished now, isn't he, at the end of the season?
1: Well, I have a theory, just to finish off on, I have a theory that Nuno let him play tonight because of exactly. his appearance in a Wolves jersey. And obviously he's going to yeah. let Rudy finish the at home in the fans. And I think it was a, a nod to John tonight yeah. to say Thank you very much. And I thought he, he didn't put he, he, he a foot wrong, John. He had a
4: great game. You can't blame him for the goal at all. He, He's a good keeper. He, he needs well, to be playing. I think he controls the box better than Patricio. Personally, I think he comes off his line more. I think he, he commands his area a lot more. I just think Patricio is just better at. He's all around shot stopping, and
1: well, he's a world class keeper, isn't he?
4: Yeah, yeah. And he? and he is, he is a world class keeper. And he's and not he, going to be,
1: and he does uh, make mistakes, mistakes, but then every keeper makes mistakes. Every, every player makes mistakes, don't they? <laughs> you know, so exactly. it,
4: it's just one of them. Um, it's one of the things that happen. That you notice it more with goalkeepers, but I thought Ruddy was
1: had a good game tonight. So I thought he played well. Brilliant. Well, so, it's been an absolute uh, joy to finally uh, get one. Well, you do well, yeah. see <laughs> You do see the gaffer sometimes when he remembers to send in the international fan reactions.
4: <laughs> oh, no, no. Normally after the game, I'm, I'm having a few beers with the lads, and then by time you get, oh, get up next morning, and it, it, it's, it's nearly done, I think. Oh, no, no, you should
1: do it straight away. That's best. That's the best way. Listen, I've got, we've had a few where you've been outside the gaffer's bar, and people's stumbling out. No, I love all <laughs> that in the backer because you know what people love on the international fan reaction. They love. To see where other people, and other Wolves fans yeah. are, they love the back, what's going on in the backdrop, and as well as the uh, the yeah. talk bit. So uh, you'll have to do one for the United game, mate.
4: Definitely, yeah. Whatever the result, we'll do we'll do a we'll do a video for
1: the United game. Brilliant. Well, thanks for joining us, mate. And uh, I hope you've awesome. enjoyed you making your debut. You've certainly. Mate. Uh, you. made I'll definitely come game. on again next season. Hundred <laughs> percent. Just anytime you want. Just let us know, buddy. Take see. care, mate.
4: Take care of you. See you later.
1: See ya. Thanks ever so much uh, to Neil. And uh, next up, we've got an a Everton stroke Wolves fan. Before we're going to finish up with the legendary Steve from the Howlers. Hello, Spencer. You right? right? I'm not too bad. Everybody on think will probably want to know, what were you having in the green room for something to eat for your tea? Light tea.
3: Um, it was what was it? It was um chicken, well, it was kind of a chicken dinner, but without the veg and everything. And it was um, it was a bit of salad and couscous, so nothing too major.
1: Nothing too major. Now, just to give you a little bit of background, uh, Spencer is an Everton fan, his family's Everton, yeah. Uh, However, he does have an affinity and affiliation towards because he did live in Wolverhampton for a very long time and he was. For three or four years, you'd have seen Spencer retrieving the balls because you were a ball boy for Wolves, weren't you? Yeah. And um, that's why Wolves are your second club, I would say.
3: Of course. So uh,
1: what what do you think about the game from the Everton perspective today, mate?
3: Um, you dominated us in the first half. to tell you you the truth I was scared I didn't see us actually even getting a point out of the game Yeah.
1: we've had a very good home record this season nine defeats
3: nine defeats and I'm pretty sure three out of the last three home games like the last two home games that we played before this we won so it was before fans came back that we lost all our other home games so it was pretty bad to be honest yeah I know I
1: know, but I think the fans certainly helped lift no, you To be honest, I think you scored a really good time at the start of the second half and then it re, you could see the lift um, with the fans cheering. It gave the oh, Everton yeah. prize. I thought Everton never really hurt Wolves other we, didn't than put any,
3: we didn't put any pressure on you in the first half.
1: But you controlled the game and saw the game out well, I thought, managed it well.
3: I mean, we had to put about half the team on Adama Troy in the first half. So, well, there was a there is a picture going around on social media with a
1: drama Troy running with the ball, and there's about five Everton players running after him. Uh, it's classic uh, Triori. I thought he had a really good good game tonight. Obviously, um, Wolves little, had he, so he many corners. Wolves so many corners, and then Everton a corner. Recalculation, because you got. Two players that are really good in the air,
3: Michael obviously. Um, and Yerry Mina, I would have expected one of them to get on the end of that corner to be honest.
1: It was top corner, it was a good header right in the corner. John Ruddy, no no chance. Uh, Richarlison seems to always score against Wolves, especially at Goodison Park. Remember the uh. The game that I went and watched a couple of seasons ago, Wolves got level and then he edited another one in the back of the net. It was a cross that should have been cut out.
3: I'm I'm pretty sure there's a stat somewhere of um, what is it? um, Everton has scored the most set pieces from this season or something like that.
1: We've certainly conceded some of the most. That's for definite. It's an an area Wolves have got to improve on at both ends of the pitch for next season. I mean, are you confident that Everton can? Grab that Europa Conference League, whatever the hell that is.
3: I don't know what it is. Even me and my dad are really confused about that.
1: I, I thought it was a made-up name. I was, but apparently it's a real tournament.
3: You- no, it's, it's, the Europa Conference League is like pretty much a development... I, I would call it a development stage of if you win that tournament, you then pro, proceed into the Europa League the season after. So. It's kind of like a helping hand to getting secure in Europa League. Now let's
1: get it right. We've got the Europa League, Conference League,
3: then the Europa League.
1: We've got the Europa League and the Champions, and League. then the Champions League. Yeah, now. it's like three divisions of Europa. Yeah, it's it's. And, I don't then, know. and, then,
3: and then there was there was going to be the Super League, which was an absolute joke, in my opinion.
1: Well, I think in every fan's opinion and every sane person, apart from. The owners of said clubs, who yeah. for some strange reason thought they'd be able to carry the day and you know just make it happen, well, obviously they've um, been left with a towel between uh, the legs. Uh, Spencer, obviously from um, from your point of there out there in sunny in sunny. Uh, Blackpool probably, yeah. windy blackpool with the, the, the with the lights and everything i mean mate what have you made of Wolves' season because i know you watch and follow the
3: wolves because yeah, you do i watch a few games, games sometimes um i think it's been a little bit of a roller coaster to be honest like there's definitely some games where we could have i'm going to say we we could have got results and probably brought back a few more points i would have expected I think if Nuno got the attack more into form, like they actually had a little bit more communication, like because I don't think Wolves had that enough this season. But if they did have like um, a lot of communication, uh, chemistry is the word, if they had that, then I reckon they could have been push- pushing for a European s- um, spot as well.
1: Yeah, I mean, Wolves obviously, you know, severely affected uh, this year. Nuno's small squad has come back to bite us. Um, the length of uh, the previous season, I think, has had a knock-on effect into this year. Obviously, the row injury was a freak injury. Yeah. You know? I, and, I,
3: still, I, still, don't, I still don't like that foul. I, I can remember seeing that.
1: Oh, I think it was frightening when it all happened. I'm just glad that the guy looks like he's going to recover and uh, hopefully get back. And all the injuries that Wolves have had, no fans and stuff. Um, I know some people have got on the back of Nuno at times this season. And to be fair, the football that we've watched compared to previous seasons has not been anywhere near as entertaining. But when you actually think about everything that we've been and then we're safely mid-table, I think on balance, you've got to say hats off to Nuno, even though... Things he's tried hasn't worked, and we've lost so many players. He's not had a settled squad to to be mid table and safe. With what's happened, isn't a bad.
3: No, definitely not. Would you say the effect of the Europa League happening on the back end of last season was affecting the physicality of the players? This is well,
1: if you take into context the season before, uh, Spencer Wolves started qualifying the Europa League, the season four in July, mm. and then we didn't finish the season until, when was it, September?
3: September, yeah.
1: season, It was like a 14, 15-month season. Wolves went all the way to the last five minutes of the quarterfinal against the eventual winners, uh, Sevilla. The likes of United and City were given an extra... Mm. Week to recover, Wolves didn't. They had to start the season. We they had a break, but they really only had about three day pre season. Losing obviously selling Doherty and Jota, bringing in Samedo, losing losing jo- Johnny Otto, with the wing backs. It's had an impact. We'll get we're still six when um Raul and then Neto's had a great season, gets injured. Marcel's yeah. been made a glass because he keeps like anything bolly's been in and out of the team
3: i haven't, I haven't really heard much of that marcel is the left back isn't he
1: yeah he's back he's back in uh training again now but he's a uh, bit injured pedenza's now because he's you could see when he came back daniel pedence he's not quite been right but he's had a groin injury he's had to have an operation so you've got yeah. Neto, trial Neto, raul and daniel pedence three Potential starters... Just saying
3: those names, it sounds like a really strong attack and you're missing all of them.
1: So, in hindsight, personally, I try to be positive. I think, in the circumstances, the fact that we're well safe and he's now trialling, obviously, I think Nuno's looking at a back four for next season.
3: Rebuilding for the season.
1: The key, and the icing, uh, the key will be, for me, is the summer transfer window. Who we keep who we sell, who we bring in, how we strengthen the squad, and the first 10 or 15 games of next season is really going to tell us. And I personally feel quite positive we'll, we'll come out for this season stronger for all of the things that we've been from. I'm hoping that's the case because I do still believe in Nuno. I think Nuno um, will get it right for next season and he's managed to steer us to safety So with everything in hot, it's was, not big. I was
3: interested in the point that um, what you and the Gaffer were saying about Morgan Gibbs. I, I definitely think he should stay on for next season. He's such a strong, impacting player to Wolves. So he's definitely
1: got ability. He's had I a few, maybe, attitude bad. problems. He's a young lad. Maybe made a few mistakes. He's he seems to put an arm around his shoulder. Maybe you'll. Gimfettina looks good. I've been impressed with Eight Norrie as well. Um, young lad. It's going to be interesting to see what happens. Just to finish off on then, mate, what's your um, man of the match for both teams and your performance rating for both teams today?
3: Performance rating for Wolves, I would say... Both teams, I'm going to say eight. Um, I'm going to say Wolves probably should have deserved to come away with that game with a point, personally to me. Um, And I reckon that Europa League fight with West Ham's over now, so... Doesn't really matter what happened. I'm pretty sure we can still get that conference league or whatever. But man of the match for both teams, I would have to say Dharma Chariore for Wolves and perhaps probably Rich for Everton for getting the winner.
1: Fantastic, mate. And Spencer, you know, always think a lot of you, young man. I just, uh, hopefully catch I hope, up I hope
3: with you. Be, I hope to be down when fans are back um, in Wolverhampton. Obviously, I'm going to be visiting there a lot soon as well. So.
1: Yeah, be good to catch up when you're back, mate. I'm glad that everything's settled down for you and you moved to Blackpool. And obviously, wish your family all the best, buddy. I
3: feel feel a lot more comfortable now. Um, I'm feel relaxed.
1: Well, moving's always a big of a big of a a big change, so it takes a while to adjust. Just like you know, when a player comes into a club, sometimes it takes them a while to adjust. But Hopefully, we'll see you soon uh, down at the uh, down in Wolverhampton at some oh, point. Yeah, I'll
3: definitely try. And, if if fans are fully back, perhaps next season or something, I'll definitely try and get down for a game. Hundred
1: percent, mate. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. No, All well. the
3: best, Spencer. Have a nice weekend,
1: and you, mate. Right. So that's Spencer. Thank you very much for having him. And then we've got a real special guest again tonight. It is young steve steve thank you so much for waiting patiently backstage in the green oh, room nice. um you've listened to a lot of what the folks have uh, been saying let me just uh let you know that steve is one of the uh one of the boy band members of the Wolf <laughs> Uh you, do you play keyboards
0: yeah i play keyboards Matt. yeah yeah
1: yeah he's uh he's the music maestro um, and it's been a while since we've had you on the on the channel, mate. So um, it's good to have you back. How's things with yourself?
0: Yeah, all good, mate. All good. We got back to we've uh, got back to gigging to an audience again this week. So uh, it's been uh, fantastic.
3: Went and, to rodeos uh, in, uh, in,
0: uh, in got, rodeos uh, in uh, Canal Club. We played there on Monday, so that was a great you've gig. Got,
1: you've got another couple of gigs this week. I think. Do you want to tell the folks about that before we get on to the game?
0: Yeah, yeah, we've got uh, tomorrow night, we're playing at the end of season awards at the Molyneux. Uh, we're playing for the, playing the, uh, an opening song, and then we, it's the awards, and we, we, we're doing like a little gig at the end of the uh, night for a bit of entertainment as well. Uh, Is that for the sponsors? You're and... oh, sorry? Is that for the sponsors? Uh, yeah, yeah, for the players, the players, the players' awards. Oh, um... are they going to be there, or? Yeah, they're going to be there, yeah, yeah. That'd be amazing. Yeah, it be good. Be good fun. And then I'll put up the tambourine
1: role. for you if you want. I can do like <laughs> Rouge, that guy that walks across the screen with the tambourine. I can do that. Yeah.
0: You're best with the maracas.
1: <laughs> you know, the one I mean, don't you? Like, if you need anyone for that, just let me know.
0: Dave, you, you've you got the gig, mate. You've got the gig straight away. Don't worry <laughs> about that. I'll bring my drum as
1: well. That'd be cool. <laughs> That'd be amazing. Is that at the Bollinger in the Haywood Suite? Fact,
0: yeah. It's, I think it's, yeah, Haywood Suite. Yeah. We're in the Haywood Suite uh, tomorrow. Yeah. So. That'd be good, and then we have got uh, we got a gig on Sunday. They'll be the Bridge North Football Club. Uh, they'll be showing the match afterwards. Uh, I think uh, the doors open at twelve o'clock. We'll be on about two, uh, before the game, and then uh, the game will be showed afterwards as well. So I think it's I think it's not not tickets. So you can ring up the club, and they still just turn up on the day and uh, you can get let in and have a good time, have a good sing along.
1: That's fantastic, mate. So already. This week, you've got three gigs and I bet you've got a few more starting to be lined up, haven't you?
0: Loads, absolutely loads, yeah. Only, I mean think since lockdown, it's been it's been horrible, obviously, you know. Uh, we had quite a few gigs uh, organised during that time and, um, you know, garden parties. Loads of Wolves fans just wanted a bit of a good time and stuff. And, and now it's all catch-up time now, so it's all literally fitting in or four gigs a week it's been quite good it's, it's getting quite busy now so you
1: your other odds allowing you to get out three or four times a week to go uh, on a on a on, with your boy band and uh, on the <laughs> tour and everything
0: we call it a boy band
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <Westlife>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah my wife's very understanding Dave thank God Uh, Well, I suppose uh,
1: she probably wants to get rid of you after having you hanging around the household for the last
0: few years. Maybe that's what it is. (laughs) (laughs) is. In all all
1: seriousness, mate, you guys are absolutely top, top people. I mean, in every single way. You bring joy to to people's face. It doesn't matter whether you're a Wolves fan or not. You sing the tunes, you've raised money for charity. You know, you made my mum and dad's day especially my mum. You came when you did that live on the drive. You came round. If you haven't seen it, it's on my channel. Uh, they came round, and my mum, bless her, she's been really... My dad's watching probably this game. so if you say hello to Magic Moss, I think he'll be watching.
0: Uh, you bud?
1: Yeah, yeah, he'll be watching at time on the TV um he ain't he, he don't understand how to get on the chat to comment or i can't even <laughs> how to get on the t v thing unless I go around recording. but he said he was gonna be watching this so uh, and when he when you came around, my mom was really really low and we had it as a surprise and you played on the drive, and it so perked her up she actually couldn't believe it, and like they had the music and then we have you don't know this after you went the next time we went around, we went there and they played all your tracks of singing along yeah. to it and everything. The, absolutely brilliant, mate, what you did. And um, like I say, it's their 60th wedding anniversary this year and they were like going on about wanting to get you for the uh, to play. Um, oh, yeah. You don't just play wolf songs. Do you? you can do other stuff as well, like if you like do, an
0: we can do anything, mate. I mean, we're, the thing is, we're an amalgamation of different bands. You see, so I mean, I play in like a nineties house bands, and uh, a few of us play, but most of us play in a in a super Scars band, which is like Sky music, very much associated with uh, like football football songs, really. You know, so we do that kind of thing as well. Uh, and Leon the lead singer, has got his own band with us as well. So there's lots going on. So we've got so many songs in the in the bank, you know. So if anyone's got any like a uh, any gig request, we can always put a few songs in that you know that don't necessarily have to be wolf songs. We can we can chuck in whatever whatever you want kind of thing, you know. So we've got we've got quite a big catalogue to put in there.
1: No, it's great. And you you you're really good. And I say, yeah, you you can all sing and you're all proper musicians. I'm just gonna say it's absolutely brilliant. The Wolf pack you can just search them online and you'll uh, you'll come up with a website and you can have to be quick to get them booked though, because it looks like you're gonna yeah. be in there. Uh, demand, you're gonna do your UK tour or your Wolverhampton
0: Midlands <laughs> tour, anyway. It's gone crackers, um, mate. It's gone mental.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Well, getting on to the game, mate. What did you make of today's match?
0: Well, I have gotta say the first half I was absolutely I was very, very impressed. I was i uh, loving the slick play, uh, quick defeat. Um I thought it was fantastic. I gotta say it was all it was like Brazil. But outside forty-five yards, and then we got to the forty-five yard line and it, it got past forty-five yards and it, it's just it's just a shame we got no kind of um direct past that little that link up pass, that little one-two, or the, the decent cross, or you know, it, it was such a shame because we did so well. Um, I thought first off, I couldn't believe it. I think it was 70% one stage, wasn't it? Seventy, seventy, yeah, 30 70 something
1: percent, 76% of 10 minute
0: period. Yeah. So I thought. You know, and I was, got towards, um, you know, I thought second half we were going to, you know, carry on the way we, we left off kind of thing, you know, but we didn't, we? It was, it was, they obviously got the goal uh, quite quickly, and it's such a shame. It's that kind of zonal marking that we have at corners, and we weren't quite there, not quite with it. I mean, we've got to sort out the defence of them for next season, but uh, I think um, leading on from that, we didn't really, they just sat back and then, it was it was okay for them, wasn't it? In the second half, I, I just I thought they managed the
1: game very well, Everton. The, we didn't really. It did.
0: it did. No, that's it. That's it. I mean, I think they they did they did well, didn't they? I mean, uh, their midfield was poor first half, I thought, and um, but the defence was was solid. Um, I mean, at the end of the game, I was just scratching my head, going, "What, what went wrong there? What went wrong?" And I'm um, and the word came to me, it was like a scapegoat. So my scapegoat was uh, Silver unfortunately I mean I've had a, a little debate with a guy on Facebook tonight uh, I mentioned his name actually Wesley Griffiths um he put me in my place a little bit because I was blaming silver saying he hasn't quite got the pace for the Premier League and the thing is I'm, I'm trying to find a replacement for him and I'm trying to find that and the thing is, I know he's 35 million quid but he's he's 18 and I'm and I'm trying to blame um something on you know I'm trying trying to think of trying to Blame someone for, for him as his uh, kind of uh, absence, really, and I, it's not fair for me because I've been a, quite, a, you know, I've been big enough recently, uh, um, silver, but um, he's told me today. He said, "Well, you knew, funny you mentioned Harry Kane earlier on, didn't you?" Um, and Harry Kane when he was eighteen, he was playing for Leighton like Orient, wasn't he? You know, and you got to put that in perspective, haven't you? You got to think, you know what? He's playing against the the best in in the best league in the world. He's only eighteen years old, and and I'm and I'm. And he's he's like, you know what?
1: what? He does. He has. He, he, I like his positional play, his energy, his running.
3: Yeah.
1: You know, okay, he missed a good chance against Tottenham at the weekend, but he's he's scored four goals. He's had, two, I think, something like two assists. If he scores two more goals, he's the top scorer. Yeah, he is. I mean, yeah. Neto yeah. and Neves are on five, and um, you know, he, he's, he hasn't. Okay, he's getting a nod now, but I. I I can see that he's gonna. He is gonna be worth the money in time. At the moment, the thirty-five million. It's a lot of money. It is. Um, it is.
0: I wish but, so. they hadn't disclosed it. Why, why did they disclose that fee? If, if they, it's like undisclosed, you would have thought I had to pay thirteen, forty million. But the, if he had paid 13
1: to 14 million? People would have been a lot more tolerant. More I don't think put... he's won. Pe- I think he's won people around. To be honest, I, I'm not sure is it who's on the account at the moment for the Wolfpack Oilers. Um, I'm not sure whether it's Liam or one of your colleagues, but apparently they reckon that you've got a Sean Deich look going on.
0: And they've Steve... got <laughs> Steve yeah. yeah, that's
1: my, yeah, that's my name, Steveboard. Yeah, there pretty clever. You, there you go. <laughs> yeah, no, that was fantastic. So, mate, um, I want to just obviously finish the show with you. Um, I want to talk about um, what your man of the match was tonight, what your performance rating. But I also want to talk about your thoughts on Matino. There's a few people brought that up. Do you think he's had his day? Um, Adama Traore. Um keep at all costs or not, like the likes of eight Norrie and um and Bettina, what do we need to do in the summer window for you? I know there's a lot thrown in there. If you could take them points on board and give us your opinions to finish yeah. off the show.
0: Well, man of the match, first of all, I think I think it's definitely Troy Oro, wasn't it? I think he's uh, just so dangerous. Today I was I was flabbergasted by how quick his feet were and he could just the way he can weave between players was, was, was brilliant, you know I think we have got to talk about Troy away keeping him um, you know, he hasn't got the he's not the hasn't got the end product has he really his crosses aren't always perfect his shooting is not always the best but if you can pick another, find another player in the Premier League that can be as dangerous as him I can't think of one I think he's just got that that his pace is so phenomenal it can create anything out of anything, Garnie, you know so I think He's uh, someone we should definitely do what, he should be the most the, high, the highest paid player at Wolves as far as I'm concerned and we should go all out to make sure he's signed up without any hesitation there. Um, for me today he was man of the match um, he, was he was dangerous he was...
4: last time as well
0: Yeah, he, he's such a, like I say about, again okay, I'm blaming Silver because Troy is doing this, he's doing that and I'm, he's, but there needs to be Obviously it all comes down to uh, how you how you manage the game and, and how you manage him and how and where players need to be as well. I think um if Jimenez was on the pitch today, or Pedro Neto, he would have been three or four and a at half time, wouldn't we? You know. And Troy was that dangerous, I think we should go all out to, to keep him. Uh, as, as regards to Martinio, um I you have got to remember that this season's been like a it has been like a hangover season, hasn't it, you know. Um not just I think it's easy to blame Matinho because of his age. Um, Neves has been as poor as Matinho this season. Um, You you think the first two seasons, Neves was pinging balls left, right and centre. Okay, he hasn't got the best pace in the world, Neves, but he's always been, you know, a great tackler. To be fair, his tackling has been great this season, to be fair, but... He's shooting and his, his passing hasn't been the best. But Moutinho is getting, a, getting a, a lot of blame. But I think he's, he's a hangover. It's the end of the season. Nothing to play for. I know that's not an excuse, but I think that's that's the case with him. I still think we've got another year in Moutinho to go. Definitely. I, if you could say who's been the best Wolf player you've ever seen, I think my my choice would be Moutinho. So I don't think
1: you could argue. I mean, I, I, you know, I've loved Moutinho. And I, I'm like you... Steve, I think Martino's still got a year in it. never been anywhere at any club and not won something. He yeah. is a winner. He's got that... I know his legs are probably going a bit and he's right yeah. at probably maybe one more year and maybe they have to use him sparingly and he can't play three games in a week or what have you. But I still think he's got quality, he's got leadership, he's got fight, he's a winner... And he's such an example to have around the squad, that mm. sort of attitude. And you know, of all the injuries we've had this year, Martinho hasn't been one of them.
0: That's right. And he's That's how fun. old? Yeah, and he keeps himself in great good shape, doesn't he? You know. So um, I think when it comes to, you think of players like Gibbs White like today? He, I thought he was great today. First off, I think it was, it was, it was when he lost the ball, he. Uh, he he fought back, showed great pace to get the ball back, and he showed some. You know, I thought he looked quite dangerous as well. So, not like number ten role. I thought he was really, really good. And we're talking about him being, him being doing silly stuff at the start of the season. Who, who best to have? Conan Cody, Martinho, to put put their arm around him. You know, so he's. I, I, I think he's got at least one more season, at least one more season left in him. So definitely keep him. Definitely.
1: And William Jose on his way for you as well. Out. Yeah.
0: Yeah, unfortunately. Again, another one I feel sorry for a little bit. Um, but I think he's not cut out for the Premier League myself, personally. I think he's, a, he's he's shown signs of a great player. But for Wolves and what we do, we need, again, you're trying to replace Jimenez, aren't you? And with that, you've got great running. you got running behind players, taking players away. But on, on top of that, you've got um, fantastic pace. And you've got, also got a great finisher. Um I've seen his finishing abroad and I've, I've thought, oh, yeah, what a player we've got here. But I'm not seeing the pace and I'm not seeing the positioning. And um, he, doesn't get in the right, he doesn't get in the right place at the right time for me. And he's had, this, he's had he's had, minimal chances, to be fair to him. But when he's had those chances, he hasn't put them away. So, for me, no. If, what's it going to cost? It's going to cost about £18 million probably. I have no idea. But um, for me, no, it's a no for me. I think it's definitely... We should be looking at established... Premier League players for next season. Um we've got to look at defence. I think uh, Again got
1: the same defence as we had in the championship.
0: Yeah, exactly. That's the thing. I mean you've got to look at you got we we have basically two formations this season. We have the four at the back or the five at the back. Why not just, you know, keep switching between uh, the two, between depending on who we're playing, you know. So I think Cody fits really, really well in the the five at the back. I'd like to see more Kilman. If I'm honest with you, I don't know what's happened with Kilman in new the, you now. They might you have had a falling out. He played tonight, yeah? he played tonight. I think mean, what I've seen of him, ever in a Wall Street, I've never seen him play bad. I've never seen him have a bad performance. He plays okay today. He wasn't the best today, but I've, I've seen him have better performances. But um, I think he's uh, he's a really good. He's, he's got composure. He's only young as well. How old is he? You know, so um, I think him and Bolly would be great in the back four. Um, give. Neves, the captain's armband, and then obviously when in the back five, Cody's definitely the man kind of thing, you know. So but even saying that, yeah, I, I think
1: is... Cody can play in front of the, just in front of the back four, mm. uh, which would allow the likes of Nevers to play further forward, because mm. Neves does tend to drop a uh, deep, and yeah, you he's see him yeah. you know, dropping deep. If he did play that um, four, I think he's looking at playing that four-two-three-one formation. You know, I think Bolly and I, we need to bring in another top quality centre back that's going to make a difference. Bolly and them, and then you've got Sanderson that's that's done well, that's coming back as well. And then if you've got sort of Cody and another just in front of them, and then you've got your three and your one, I think I think that's the formation that he wants to play. But I think you've still got to have the 3-4-3 three, three and the 3-5-2 or the 5-3-2 as plan B, C and D. And like you say, switch horses for courses. Yeah. But I still think that Cody can play in a back two against a certain level of team. But at a really, that top six to eight level, I think that's where he gets bullied and, um, by the likes of Antonio from West Ham, Mitrovic. Uh, we saw today against um, when he got turned and, and they got the shot away. Again, that type yeah. of attacker, he, when he's exposed, he does get caught out, I think.
0: He does. Unfortunately he hasn't got isn't not blessed your, never been blessed pace, uh Cody, as he said. So. We need a defender yeah. coming in that's got that bit you of pace do.
1: next
0: to oh, him as well. well. He's a good manager. Let's let's tinker, let's tinker with formations. It's that's what the top teams do. They tinker. They don't just stick with one form formation all the time. And we we've got to we've got to keep doing that and we've got to have a good backup team to rotate the team around and not just rely on the kids so much. Um, so it's going to be a very interesting summer, very interesting. I'm, I'm looking forward to, to seeing what what we need to do. But I think we've realised that we can't um, rely on people not getting injured and Absolutely. having a small squad. We have to get a bigger squad, and we have to think with formations. We have to be clever. And Nuno is a clever guy. And I'm not I keep slating my mates that want the, the, the Nuno out of grade. I, I can't. I can't abide with it. But what he's done to Atletico, I think he's. He's a god, as far as I'm concerned. It's been a
1: tough year. And if if, if the football's dire and we're struggling 10 to 15 games into next season after having a full summer and a full pre season and a reset, then that would be the time where you start to question it because then Mm. there's no other sort of backdrops that you can say as an excuse for all the different things. But I think we'll kick on next year. And I think we'll be sometimes what, what, you know, what doesn't kill you, make you stronger. Just to finish off on, mate, a couple yeah. of questions, and it's said it. Keep or go, answer. Um, or look, keep, go, sorry, keep, sell or loan is the answer. Yeah. So, or buy, sell or loan. Bettina? Buy. hate Norrie? Buy. Morgan Gibbs-White? Keep. So there's a good answer, and obviously you want to keep things. So that's quite interesting because I think they've won me over as well. The last few games, the fact that we've actually oh, seen on yeah. the pitch, um, it's kind in
0: of changed. Of day, it's back up as well. Don't forget, they can be great backup, can't they? A great impact sub. You know, these are these are players that are younger. They're gonna they're only gonna get better. That's what you going to remember as well. And the, the value, the value, only. Thing, the value, value increase. If you want to sell on, fair enough. Like you know, one of the big things want to come in for them. And they've done well. They've done well, recruit wise. They've done recruitment wise. They've done really well, considering that they're going to uh, potentially be future stars, and they probably will be. Um, but to have it dropped on them at a very young age, I think it's been a, a little bit of a bad policy. Issue. Not, hot, but, but
1: it will. I think they will benefit from it because it'll toughen them up. They'll know what to expect. They'll work on their upper body strength. They're only going to get stronger and tech no. more. You can see the techno technically gifted that they. Every single one of those. I have been so impressed with eight Norrie, the second run mm-hmm. that he's had since Johnny Otto's been out. You're right. Um he's really good.
0: Cool he I thought he was like the uh, just like uh, I thought he was the same. Quite quite exciting going forward, but not quite good, not very good defensively. But he's he has come on uh, a lot uh, past uh, eight or so games, I think. I've like, you know what? Yeah, you're a good player. He's a good he's got potential, hasn't he? You can see it. You actually like right that keeping up as well. He does exactly, and I think
1: that's what I—I I, I feel quite positive with the young ones. We've got to bring in the right transfers in the in the summer for definite, but. If we get it right, I think can see us having a good season. Steve, thanks forever so much for for being patient and coming on. Obviously, from the no, from the howlers, you, always great oh, to right. have you on. We're going to finish with you on the screen with me. Uh, thanks to everyone that stayed up late uh, for the uh, for the chat and joined in the conversation tonight. Obviously, if you're watching this back or you're watching tonight, please smash a like on the video. Consider for subscribing to the channel. And if you're listening to it back on the podcast as well, wherever you are in the world, we do wish you all the best. We will be back with the preview for United, the watch it for United, and also the uh, the reactions and the international fan reaction for this game will be out tomorrow. So from myself and all of my guests, including Steve from the Howlers, who's on the show right now, thank you so much. And from myself, as I say, and everyone Keep smiling, keep the faith, always Wolves. It's the 90th minute.